Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Spotlight Interview. Always a great show. Another great show today. I'm joined. I'm George Jakovic. I'm joined by the champ from Brooklyn, Pauli Malinaji. And hopefully we got a future champ in the house. Unbeaten middleweight, Nico Ali Walsh. Nico, thank thank you for being on ProBox TV. Of course. Thank you guys for having me. So before I let Pauli kind of take over here, um, I just want to open with a little statement. You know, I, I've watched a lot of your interviews and the question that gets asked you a lot is, are you trying to capitalize on your grandfather's name? Or how do you how do you react by capitalizing on your grandfather's name to people that don't know your grandfather is the great Muhammad Ali? And I say I respect you even more for being a fighter because we all know Muhammad Ali. He's he's beloved in this country, around the world. You You know how much love people have for him. But you also know the damage that boxing did to him. And you still have chosen to become a fighter. So, like, I just have even more respect for you for becoming a fighter and how people could think you're trying to capitalize on his name. I get it. I know it's called clout chasing and everything, but just want to say respect you for being a fighter. That's my statement. Uh, Paulie, I'm sure you've got a question for Mr. Walsh. Thank you. Uh, What's up, Nico? Um, Yeah, it's curiosities everywhere, right? I mean, uh, first of all, I mean, Let's get it started. I mean, what um, what, what age did you realize um, who your grandfather was, and like that that you actually understood it? You know, what I mean, I, I and and obviously, I, I think you've met your grandfather, right? I assume you you met Muhammad Ali plenty of times. Yeah. What age yeah. did you? What age did you understand? Because you know, we all have a certain understanding. We get to a certain age, and then we kind of start to kind of get a little grasp on life. A little, you know, we start to form our own opinions, our own reasoning. But before that, we're kind of just existing. We're kind of just hanging around with the adults, right? When we're very little. But at what age did you realize who your grandfather was and like actually understand it? Not just that he was your grandfather, but who he was. Well, so I, I grew up um, with my grandfather. He was he was my only living grandfather because he he was on my mom's side of the family and my dad's side of the family. Uh, my grandparents were dead before I was born, so he was my only grandfather. So we were with him all the time. And uh, so because I was with him so much, it was harder for me to understand and kind of grasp that idea of, you know, this guy is known around the world. So I would say at 12 years old, 
I started kind of getting a grip because a lot of the people that I looked up to, a lot of the people that I would see on TV and in movies, um, a lot of the people whose songs I would listen to sang him happy birthday at his 70th birthday party here in Vegas, actually. And uh, so when I saw, you know, P. Diddy, Samuel Jackson, uh, you know, Stevie Wonder, uh, when I saw presidents, you know, wishing him happy birthday, I was like, this, this is so weird. I thought he was more of like a, a neighborhood hero type guy. Um, but, you know, I'm still trying to grasp just how big he is today because to me, he'll always be, you know, just my grandfather. But to so many people, he's he's well, a lot more. Well, that's the thing, Nico, right? There was no YouTube at that time, right? It wasn't on YouTube yet. Right, it wasn't right. YouTube, or maybe YouTube was just starting to come out because now it's a little bit easier. You just, oh, let me find out who this guy is. Let me look a little more into it. But yeah. at that time, you're just, you're just going by your eyes and your experience. And that's what's... That's what's pretty cool uh, about the whole thing. See, even when you said like, oh yeah, I wish he was just around my grandfather. Like, it's, but to me, it's kind of wild because from somebody on the outside, you're thinking like, oh, you got to meet Muhammad Ali. No, dude, you were hanging out with Muhammad Ali. You're his grandfather. So, I mean, that was your living grandfather. So you had the perspective of, that's my one grandpa alive and I'm hanging out with him. You know, for everybody else, it's like, oh dude, you got to hang out with Ali. That's cool. You know, yeah. so it's, a, it's a different perspective. But when, um, I guess, you know, because obviously you're fighting now, but you didn't have a long amateur career, correct? No, not at all. Not at all. Yeah, so, I, I didn't have so, a big amateur career. So, so when when did you kind of put it together that uh, that you, you wanted to uh, pursue this? Uh, obviously, at, at a certain point, you realize who your grandfather was. And at that age of 12 years old, you realize he's a big deal. But did it did it did it start giving you an interest in boxing or did it just start making you realize about your grandfather but the boxing came later? Well, so I was like, when I was three years old or like four years old, I would be in the gym with him. You know, even as in his old age, he would be hitting the bag and doing the speed bag and that kind of stuff. So I grew up even unconsciously just watching that, just being around boxing. Mm -hmm. um, so I loved it when I was little, but I never took it any sort of serious at all. But the boxing gloves were all around the house. You know, it's, you know, everything in his life was boxing. Uh, but when I was like 14 or 15, that's when I started actually saying, you know what, I'm gonna go to a gym and I'm going to, you know, take this seriously. And I've always had big dreams because, you know, if you know, my grandfather, uh, he just had crazy big dreams and I looked up to him so much. So I said, you know what, if my grandfather had these big dreams and he was able to accomplish them, then I could do the same. So I just kind of fell into boxing because of how much I admired him. And uh, yeah, so when, when I went, when I turned into an amateur boxer, I knew from that point on that I wanted to be world champion. And I, it was very unrealistic, a 15 year old thinking that I knew it was, but uh, you know, I'm making it happen slowly now. And it's actually, you know, becoming uh, somewhat of a reality. Well, well you know, Nico, um, I know you, you, a lot of the guys you're fighting have a lot more experience than you. I was on your Instagram and I saw you, uh, you said you were getting some work with Caleb Plant and yeah. guys like that. What, who, what other guys have you wor worked with and how important is it for you? Because you didn't have a long uh, amateur career and, and you've only had nine pro fights now. Yeah. No, you know, like every guy I've fought, I think has had more fights than me. I, I believe if, if I'm not mistaken, every guy I fought has had a, a winning record. I haven't fought a guy with a losing record. Um, so all the guys that I'm fighting are experienced. 
I'm sort of that late comer in the game, but I'm learning quick. And I, I just have so much love and respect and, and discipline in the sport that I'm able to learn and I'm able to, uh, you know, just morph myself into who I want to become. So, yeah, no, it's it's a blessing being around people like Caleb Plant. You know, I've got to meet Canelo here in Vegas, pick his brain, Terrence Crawford. You know, I sparred with Chris Eubank Jr. So just being around those guys, it's it's a big blessing. Well, Nico, here's the thing. Um, you said you started at 15. You had your first amateur fight at 15, or you started boxing at 15? Uh, like basically lessons, learning to box. Uh, you know, in in a profession, in a you know, in a in an organized way, let's say. Is that when you? Had I started boxing at 14. At, when did you at your first fight? Year, and my first fight was 15. 15. Okay, I had my first fight at uh, uh, 17. I started at 16. Really? I was 17. Yeah. So wow. That's, that's wow. my question. Well, there you go. Did you have, did you have the? Um, did you pursue the amateur career uh, like at full throttle at that point, or did you still kind of like do other stuff and then and pursue the amateur career? I, in my mind, it was full throttle. I, I was just listening to my my coach and you know my team at the time, which was just my parents really. Um, my my parents and my grandfather made school an absolute priority, uh, so it was hard for me to find amateur fights, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't um, sacrifice school. I wasn't allowed to sacrifice school to travel, you know, out of state. But most of my amateur fights were out of state. I had to go to Arizona, Chicago, California. Like I had to travel. Sometimes I would travel and then I wouldn't get a fight and I'd have to go back. So it was tough. How many, how many, how many amateur fights did you end up having? I want, I want to say something. It was less than 20. It was less than 20. Were you able to do local tournaments that would advance you to national tournaments and stuff like that? Like uh, if you like your regional, like, where you're you're in Louisville or you were you in Vegas? Or were you... I was in Vegas. I, I've been in Vegas so my whole you, life. So were you were you able to um, compete in, uh, in your in your region and then advance to a national tournament, or did, did you try that route? Because that was yeah, basically. No, my, I'm just trying to compare. Right. That's that's what I ended up doing. You know, that's how yeah. that's how I kind of built up myself. I, I didn't know how to get fights. So I would just enter tournaments, and if you win them, then you advance to a national. Right, right. Yeah. No, and I wish I I wish I went that route, and I was able to, you know, just go full throttle and and just go straight boxing. But my first fight was a national tournament. I fought the guy that was number one in my weight class, and I lost the fight. Um, it was my first amateur fight, and after that, I went. I just went straight back into it. And then I fought at just a, a show here in Vegas, but it was hard. I, w I was taking whatever fights I could, but mm -hmm. still it was just hard to find fights at my Your age. family, it seems like your family has a good head on their shoulders. They want you to, they wanted you to balance out school first. And oh then yeah, no, absolutely. You weren't, you weren't the, for the typical, like, yo, let me find boxing because nothing's working. You know, that was what it was for me. Yeah, like, no, no. Boxes, I, I just felt the boxes, nothing's working. So with you, you yeah, kind of- no, it wasn't was, that at all. Things were organized and things were well. Well, second, so, let, Pauly, so let me cool. ask one thing about, about sorry, you. Sorry, I don't want to hog, I don't, I'm hogging them all to myself, man. I got <laughs> we're excited, man. Nico, we're excited. Yeah. And when Pauly gets excited, he he does not stop. So you got, got Pauly excited. So that's a good thing. That's perfect. Uh, I, you know, I, I've seen that your mom has said, you know, she's traumatized when whenever you fight, which, of course, you would expect a mom to be. Yeah. But your grandfather was, was behind you boxing, right? Yeah. No, he was my biggest supporter. Um, he he was the guy that like pushed me into boxing, really, because um, yeah, no, he was just he was my main supporter. Even when I wanted to, after that first uh, fight, um, I wanted to. The first fight was in Arizona, so I right after the fight, I went to his house. Um, 
and because he lived in Arizona. So after that fight, I wanted to quit boxing because I, I got beat up by, you know, a, a national champion. So, um, but he was the guy that kept me in boxing. He was the guy that pushed me to keep going. And, uh, if, if he says, you know, keep going, then I was like, okay, I'm keep going. And by that point, you had a very good relationship with him as your grandfather, more so than anything else, right? So it's yeah, like, yeah. so it, it hits, it hits a little deeper in that, in, in that regard, you know? It, right. I have a random question, but what, because obviously Layla's your aunt, right? I mean, Layla, yes, yes. so, so how, did that come into play at all, her career? Because she started, and I can remember her in like the late 90s, early 2000s, kind of starting to make a name. Yeah. Uh, and because she was, she had the Ali name, she was made, it was making a big push. Uh, did that have any effect on you at all, or, or you know, or you were you a kid? Because she would have, I think, by the time you started, she had already been done, right? So yeah, yeah. Did that have any effect on you? No, she actually went to a, a few of my amateur fights in L.A. because she used to live in L.A. So she would help me, you know. She would talk to me about what it's like being an Ali in boxing because I'm I'm so, or I was at least I was so um, ignorant to what that was to mm. being an Ali in boxing because to me it's just I'm like whatever. It's just I want to be. I want to be boxing. This is what I love. This is what I want to do. But I didn't know that, you know, a lot of people wanted to knock me out just for the name. Uh, they wanted to just, you know, tee off on me just because of the name. And, and she helped me understand that when I was an amateur. Well, that's uh, that's competition, right? I mean, I, I always tell people in general, even when you got all the, 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 the press clippings, your opponent across the ring doesn't care for any of them. You know what right, I mean? Like, right. you have bell rings, your press clippings don't win it, right? So you still got it. It still comes down to you. And of course, there's extra motivation to beat somebody like you because you know it can make a name for themselves. You know, because you have a, yeah. a bigger name, so somebody's always trying to make a name off of you, and your press right. clippings actually motivate them as well. So it's up to you to 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 get that job done. But yeah, I mean, uh, I, I mean, I could ask you a million questions here, but I'm not going to keep you, man. I, I, well, I, my, well, I, I have a I have a couple more. Cause Paulie, I love it. Paulie, when he gets home, and he he just he's. Gee, on that's a problem. If I keep him here, I might start thinking of more. Well, that's good. But but so so Nico, I know you've had nine fights. Uh, you had yeah. a draw in the last fight. Um, yeah. Tell 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 me about that last fight. Um, <laughs> it, the last fight was um it it was a learning experience. Uh, it was I I was shocked to hear that it was a draw. Um. Yeah, no, it, it was it was very it was very um it was very annoying. It was you know nobody wants to get a draw. Even even some of my wins don't feel like wins. You know I'm so hard on myself, so I was definitely tough on myself for that one. But it, it's a learning experience, and every time I have a fight like that where it's it's you know different, um, I always come back strong. How could you how could you have made that fight easier on yourself, Nico? Do you all go back and say I should have done this or I could have done this? Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, I I, I don't. Out in the gym. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, people people have after parties and stuff. I don't have after parties. I have like after watch parties. Like so right <laughs> after the fight, I, I go up into my and maybe this is not the best thing to do. But right after the fight, I went straight up to my room uh, and watched it on, on my phone. And that's that's just what I do. So I've seen that fight however many times already. And uh, I mean, there's so many things I could have done more. Um, you know, for one, the guy the guy that I fought, he liked to um, run around the ring he 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 was very experienced in moving around you know grabbing moving that that kind of stuff so i could have cut the ring off i could have been lighter on my toes it was i was very one-dimensional that fight i i made it a lot harder than it should have been well nico you got a fight coming up 
Paul, he's got a fight coming up August 26 oh, on yeah. Jared Anderson's undercard. Tell us a little bit about that. That one's going to be exciting. Um, it'll be my, it's in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It's on ESPN plus. And uh, that's my third fight in Tulsa. Tulsa's treated me very well. So I'm looking forward to it. And uh, every time I have a fight, like my last fight where I'm not happy with the performance, I, the next fight, I always look like, like, like a raging bull because I'm just, I, I'm, I wasn't happy with the performance. And uh, you know, I, that's, that's how I train. I have, I'm no, stranger to hard work so when it when it comes to you know pushing myself and doing everything that i can i i will well you're 23 um are you concerned about timetables because i'm sure people ask you all the time when are you going to fight a contender when are you going to fight someone high up in the rankings do you think about that at all or or what actually what kind of timetable are you on um i Honestly, and, and I'm sure Paulie can tell you this, I'm, I've got a competitive spirit. I am in the mindset where I want, I will fight anyone, but it's, it's for top rank to decide and my team to decide who I'm fighting. I'm not a, pre, a prima donna or like by any stretch of, of, of the name. Like, so if they put up anybody, I'll fight them. I, I, I don't care. I love boxing. I train to, you know, hopefully one day fight someone the likes of, you know, Canelo or some, some, some huge name one day. That's what I, that's where I want to be. Well, I'll tell you what, Nico, uh, when it comes to working your way up the ladder, first of all, at 23, you're, you're, you're a good age. So you're, you shouldn't be in a rush. Mm-hmm. Uh, think of it like this. If you weren't out an Ali, a kid with 20 amateur fights at 23 years old, wouldn't be rushed. He would, they would, they would try to, right. Right. You know, they try to make sure that he's maturing and, and, and becoming more and more poised in the ring and showing more and more weaponry inside the ring so that he can keep rising, raising, uh, going up the ladder. There will be a probably a pressure uh, from the media and fans, which who at the end of the day don't matter at all. Don't, don't take yeah. it like they matter. Um, to push you further, to push you faster because you're on TV. And so they're, they're constantly seeing you, oh, when's he going to fight this guy? When's he going to fight this guy? But in reality, you're at such a good age that I think a promoter like Top Rank will move you accordingly. And you'll know when you're making an, a good impression on your promoter when they start stepping you up. Because the promoter's yeah. not in there to lose money on you. When they, If they start stepping you up in levels of opposition, that means you know you're making a good impression on them and they, they're believing in your ability to keep rising the ladder. If they don't step you up, that means, you know, you're, you're kind of, you're kind of stuck in the mud, but they don't want you to get beat. You know what I mean? So it's, it's going to be up to you. Uh, That was my experience. It's going to be up to you. You can clamor for all these fights. You clamor very, really it it goes in. It's not just winning. It's how you win. And that will show the demand that that will show the, your, 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 your team that say, okay, we're ready to bring them to this level. And she'll bring them, bring them to this level. And sure enough, Enough little levels, you eventually get to that big level where you get into the fights that you want. That's right. Yeah, no, and I'm patient. I trust the process. Um, but because of the name, I am being, I'm, I'm fighting, you know, better opposition, way better opposition than someone. Of course, if they had 20 amateur fights, would be fighting. Uh, so, but you know, I, I trust but, the process. And that's and that's the thing, Nico. You're on TV, so they gotta yeah. get at least an opponent that's respectable enough for TV, right, right, it'll become right. more difficult. They can't keep Nico Ali Walsh off TV. You know what I mean? You can't say yeah, no, no. grandson fought off TV. Nobody's going to accept that because as much as people want to hate or love, they, they, they still want to see you do, you know, I don't right, want right, right. Right. so you they, they got to put you on TV and, 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 and that, that necessitates TV opponents. 
and and I wouldn't say right. this if if I wouldn't say this if I didn't believe it, and Pauly believes it too. But you're in good hands with Top Rank, and and that must be a a blessing for you too to Absolutely. have a promotional team behind you that that is going to guide you the right way. Yeah. No, it absolutely is a blessing. You know, I love I love Bob Arum. I have so much respect for him. My grandfather was his first promoted fight ever. So, you know, I'm just I'm recreating history in a way. I'm with someone that I trust and I'm happy to be with. Top rank in general, the the whole promotion, they're they're great. All right. Well, listen. You're 23 years old. I can't believe it, brother. It's, I know, man. I'm so I know. Young. I can remember. 1998 G, maybe you remember this classic sports network before they were espn classic they were just classic sports network and in 1998 i remember i had just started boxing the year before, uh i had my first amateur fights in 1998 all year and there was a something called the muhammad ali christmas and that whole christmas season they had like <laughs> ali's entire career interviews fights That's and i was buried in this whole thing i was buried in this whole thing man that's all i was watching all day i mean it went from freaking early career interviews i mean it was the coolest thing i mean for a kid i just thought boxing was the coolest thing ever man i mean that's where i knew your grandfather was but that what that's where i got my education was that that went that christmas 98 muhammad ali christmas and you weren't even born dude it's great no well listen we gotta go ahead go ahead nico no no i'm just saying i wasn't even bored during that well, Nico, we got to get you down to the studios at some point because Paulie, you and Paulie and Chris Algieri will have the best conversation. I want to thank you. Now, August 26th is your fight, ESPN Plus, correct? Yes, sir. August 26th, go see this guy fight, Nico Aliwash. Nico, thank you so much. We hope to see you more on Pro Box TV. Appreciate your time. Paulie, always right. appreciate your time. Nico Aliwash fights August 26th, ESPN Plus. Don't miss it. Like, subscribe, comment, join ProBox TV. ProBox TV is your boxing channel.